0: Examining the latest research and telling you about the latest breakthroughs, the Science and Research Show is on the Scope. My guest pediatric oncologist, Dr. Joshua Schiffman, is on a mission to let physicians and patients know that in the case of childhood cancers, there's a good chance that some are inherited. Knowing this information can make a big difference in patient care and even in preventing cancer in family members. Dr. Schiffman, what prompted you to look at the inheritance of cancer?
1: When a new child is diagnosed in the middle of the night, The parents typically ask three questions. The first question that they want to know always is, will my child live or will my child die? Now, fortunately, in pediatric cancer, we cure 80% or more, Mm. so we can reassure the patients, yes, yes, your your child has got a great chance of survival based on all of the great stuff that we're doing in the Department of Pediatrics and Primary Children's Hospital and around the country. Now, the next question that often comes up is, Why did my child get cancer? And that's something that we're studying in our laboratory here at the University of Utah, trying to answer that question. For now, what we tell the families is, well, we don't quite know. It's probably a combination of environment and genetics, but we're working on it. But the third question that always, always comes up is, are my other children also at risk for cancer? Mm. This is especially an important question in Utah, where families have five, six, seven, sometimes as many as 10 children. Right. And in the past, the only answer that we had for this question, which is asked at every new diagnosis, was, we don't think so. We think probably not, this was just random chance, but we don't know for sure.
0: You did a study looking at the families of children with cancer. What did you find?
1: This was a fascinating study. We were able to use the Utah Population Database to look back to 1960 six to determine how many cases of childhood cancer there were in Utah and of those cases where we were able to have a family history which was uh, approximately 4482 how many of those children also had other family members with cancer we were able to show that yes indeed if you are a child diagnosed with cancer that you have a two to fourfold risk of having another first-degree relative often a sibling with childhood cancer. Now there's a very important caveat here, which was that increased risk was only found in those families that already had an increased history of cancer.
0: And what could knowing that information mean for family members?
1: Based on this study, we can now say that in order to answer the question, are your other children's are your other children at risk? what is your family history of cancer? Mm -hmm. And if they say, we have no family history of cancer, then we can confidently say, based on our study, well, then we don't think your other children are at increased risk for cancer. It's the same as the population. Mm -hmm. However, if they tell us, well, actually, yes, there is a strong family history in our family of cancer, then we could say, well, we know now that your other children are at a two- to four-fold increased risk of cancer.
0: And what is the difference between an inherited cancer and an acquired cancer? So
1: we often talk about the two-hit hypothesis in cancer. Right. In the normal healthy population, like you or I, it often takes a lot of time, and it's really a chance phenomenon that you would randomly get two mutations in the same gene that then go on to develop the actual cancer. In children and families with inherited cancer syndrome, they're already set up with their first hit they're already far down the runway of cancer development. They just need their second hit. And once they get that second hit, that's when they develop the cancer.
0: If you knew that one of the children you were seeing had an inherited cancer, how would that change how you treat the patient?
1: That's an excellent question. One of the things we know is that in, the term, in terms of inherited cancer, that many of the children with these syndromes, their cells do not repair DNA the way that normal cells do. That may translate into an increased risk of secondary cancers. Mm. So when choosing a therapy for a patient who has an inherited cancer syndrome, we take into consideration the risk that they could develop additional cancers if we don't choose the right therapy.
0: And so an inherited cancer would probably mean that you'll get it earlier in life.
1: That is, that is correct.
0: And have you had cases where knowing whether cancer is inherited within a family has made a difference for them?
1: Absolutely. We are now able to initiate at the University of Utah whole body MRI screening. We are able to screen patients at inherited risk for cancer who don't have any symptoms from head to toe in a single procedure in less than an hour, and we have countless examples where we have found cancer mm. before the patient even knew they were sick, before they had a single sim- symptom. Now imagine that. This completely shifts the paradigm of cancer. If we can identify who's at risk, then we can screen cancer, find it at an earlier stage, and make a difference. We have found brain tumors. We have found lung tumors. We have found kidney tumors. We have found carotid body tumors. We have found pheochromocytomas in the adrenal glands. The list goes on and on. By knowing that a patient's at increased risk, we can improve survival and decrease morbidity.
0: Do oncologists normally take family histories of cancer patients?
1: Unfortunately, the world of uh, clinical oncology is a very busy place. There are many time constraints. There are many patients. There are insurance companies to talk to. There are pharmaceutical companies to talk to. There are clinical trials. There's so much going on that, unfortunately, family history often gets lost in the shuffle. So we are working with others, uh, other colleagues across the country, to try to figure out a way to implement a easier and more facile way to collect family history and get that information to the clinician, and also help the clinical oncologist to interpret that data to better understand if their patient should be referred for further genetic testing and evaluation by genetic counselors and clinical oncologists with an interest in cancer genetics.
0: And what would your recommendation be for cancer patients?
1: For cancer patients, I would recommend that they sit down with their other family members and that they take a very careful family history that they try to figure out what diseases run in their family. Have there been other cancers that have occurred to figure out if they were, say, for instance, bone cancer? Was it truly a bone sarcoma or was it another tumor, like a breast cancer, that had spread to the bone? Mm. All of this information helps us in the world of cancer genetics, along with the genetic counselors, who are, by the way, indispensable to Mm. this effort, to try to determine what are the genetic risks for disease in this patient. Once they've collected their family history, I would recommend that they talk to either their primary oncologist or to even their family medicine doctor or general internist or general pediatrician, share that family history to see if there is a risk for inherited cancer syndrome in the family.
0: Interesting, informative, and all in the name of better health. This is the Scope Health Sciences Radio.